Hi, this is Bob Williamson. Nowhere to look but up. So yesterday, a buddy of mine and I went fishing and caught some tasty table fare. 34 miles out the beautiful deep blue water of the sea, it was restless with three to five foot waves. It was difficult to stand there and fish with those big waves crashing against the boat, but we had a great time. I lost the big fish of the day when my braided 50-pound line broke, and I discovered the ferrule on my rod tip was broken, which left a jagged edge that cut the line. Bye-bye, big fish. So with only one rod left and plenty of fish to eat, we decided we had enough and headed home. It seems the broken rod was an omen of bad things to come. When I got back within cell phone range, I discovered numerous messages at my new home, which we were told by the inspector just the day before, had passed the final inspection, showed it failed the last inspection on a computer posting. Turns out the radical environmentalist inspector for biological concerns wants us to plant more trees and bushes in addition to those specified (coughs) that I've already planted. Not only that, but they want me to plant the five canopy trees right in front of my view of the ocean. Jeez! Building in a home in the Florida Keys has to be the most frustrating place to build in the world. It is a common joke that is not so funny. It's like a third world country and mostly impossible to find quality workers or anyone who will work and has regulations that would make the nuttiest California tree-hugging, soda-straw-hating wacko dance for joy. It all amounts to delay after delay. We were told we could move in back in early November. But one thing after the other has brought us to mid-February, and we still haven't moved. And the poor guy building the house told me he was speechless and infuriated by yesterday's decree. So today, I will deal with that fight. And also, it is the day prior prior to my colonoscopy. And I will be dealing with the ramifications of the great purge. If that's not enough, I've been trying to schedule injections for my spine to give me some limited relief from my excruciating back pain. Finding someone who can speak fluent English in Miami Hospital is all but impossible. And this has gone on since January 7th. And, of course, there is finding a place to get the second immunization shot for COVID. It's looking more and more like I'll have to drive back to Madison near Honey Lake, back pain or no back pain. Arg. Yesterday, I wrote about peaks and valleys. College basketball legend John Woodson once said, All of life is peaks and valleys. Don't let the peaks get too high and the valleys too low. 
Some, including Job, have asked why we cannot have just peaks and be spared the valleys. Former President Nixon, Richard Nixon, said something that might give us a clue. Only if you have been in the deepest valley can you ever know how magnificent it is to be on the highest mountain. I've wallowed in some of life's deepest valleys, and I've been on some of the loftiest peaks. In either case, I've appreciated the untold blessings God has heaped upon me, most important of which is my family. I especially appreciate it when I spend time reflecting on those darkest, loneliest days of my life. As I think of it this morning, I conclude that my valleys are still higher than most people's peaks. And it's a gift of God for me and the gift of God for me is a realization of it. I had a friend who complained about everything. I tried to point out how fortunate he was in comparison to all but a tiny percentage of the rest of the people of the world. I told him to consider that the median household income worldwide was just $9,733, or $811 per month. Somalia has a per capita income of just $130. He told me he didn't care about those people. He cared about himself. He was a pharmaceutical rep who called on doctors, and they all made extraordinary incomes and he was jealous. I looked at him and sadly shook my head. What does one say to someone with an attitude like that? The most beautiful things in life are not things and cannot be seen or touched. They must be felt in the soul via the Holy Spirit. I once heard a prison ministry preacher tell me that inmates are the most receptive folks in the world to the Word of God because they have sunken so low that they have nowhere else to look but up. When you face your next valley, as you surely will, look for God, and he will guide you to your next peak. And when standing atop the peak, don't forget to thank him for placing you right there by his side. And as strange and difficult as it may seem when you're in your next valley, Thanking for allowing you to be put in a position whereby you will appreciate the next peak. Isaiah 54:10. For the mountains may depart and the hills be removed, but my steadfast love shall not depart from you, and my covenant of peace shall not be removed, says the Lord, who has compassion on you. This is Bob Williamson. Thanks for listening.